0: Welcome to the Mind Virus Podcast. Is it Pioneer Day? Or what did you call it? Pie and beer day. Pie and beer day. <laughs> Do pie and beer go well together? I mean, you hear about like... beer, don't know. <laughs> beer, beer and pretzels or hot dog and a beer. Is pie and beer a thing or is that just a funny play on uh, words? I, I think it's a funny play on words.
1: Well, I think it's a funny play on words, but I, I feel like the, um, the whole point is... it is, Are we still celebrating a Mormon holiday or are we just having a... It's... A day.
0: It's Pie and Beer Day if you live in Park City or uh, certain parts of Salt Lake City. Otherwise, it's Pioneer Day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think isn't it over half the states no longer LDS, right? The, the with all the influx of people and I think it's yeah people that like are 50, leaving the faith.
0: I don't know if they I quantify. Think we're not, we're those. no longer
1: the majority, the Mormons. The Mormons. I
0: think in the state, it's 50-50-ish. But I think in Salt Lake County, it's the the LDS members are the minority now,
1: I think. So it's LDS County?
0: LDS County is Utah County. Oh. But Salt Lake County... Did I say LDS County? Yeah, I think so. I thought I said Salt Lake County.
1: I I don't know. Rewind the tape. Let's... (laughs) Let's figure it out. I'm pretty sure I said
0: something really insightful and interesting. But yeah, today is Ju- July, July twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. We're the Mind Virus Show. I'm Bobby Flood, Jordan Bruno, and uh, today
1: is the Mind Pin- Virus Podcast Day. Pioneer Day. <laughs> Mind in- Virus Podcast Day is what today is.
0: <laughs> it is Mind Virus Pioneer Day. Okay. It's Pioneer Day in, in the great state of Utah, which commemorates what exactly? That's what we were starting to talk about.
1: Well, the great state of Utah usually just commemorates how we want to be California or Europe. But <laughs> or did you mean what we commemorate on Pioneer Day? Pioneer Day. What's, what is Pioneer
0: Day? Is it Pioneer Day or is it Pioneer Beer Day? Is it a, a Mormon thing? Is it a state thing? Is it uh, nothing anymore? Does it just an excuse to not go to
1: work and buy fireworks? that's that's the big question um maybe you guys should weigh in on the comments section and let us know has anybody gone to the days of 47 pioneer day parade in a long time i remember going once when i was a kid but it used it used to be so popular that you'd have to camp out and um the crowds were just ginormous yeah i don't i think parades
0: uh Parades in general seem to be still really popular with the people who really like them, but then everyone else doesn't care. Kind of like marching
1: bands? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's why there's marching bands at parades a lot. And also at football games. Uh, when you ever go to a football game with somebody who goes just to see the marching band? I have.
0: I've not gone with somebody that just goes for the marching band. I don't think so. Usually at halftime, I mean, the band's out there in the stands, right? And they're playing away during the game, you know, bum, 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 you know, and all the
1: DMCA by Lucasfilms, bum,
0: bum. you know, they've co-opted oh, all these the, big movie themes, yeah. And then of course the fight Lord of the songs, rings. the team fight songs. And, but uh, at halftime, I usually go and get a snack, uh,
1: you I don't watch the. I, I
0: don't usually watch the halftime show. Here, here's a
1: question, because I we were looking a little bit at the Pioneer Day stuff. We're not even going to talk about this today, anyway. Just a little bit, right? Um, <laughs> I have stuff. I, I have stuff later. I want to talk about. By the way, uh, I play the radio. Checked in with me via Twitter this morning. Twitter via text this morning. Twitter, by the way, is rebranding as X. Yeah, I've seen a little bit on that from Elon. I, I don't know. I mean, it's ever, it's forever going to be called Twitter. I can't shake the f- idea that Twitter is simply just a huge wolf in sheep's clothing. Just just saying that Well, there's here.
0: still people getting censored for harmless things. There's still, I, I, you know, Elon, Elon is, quick side note, I guess, Elon's one of those guys that uh, I think the jury's still out on him. Is, is he a good guy or is he uh, luring us all into a trap? <laughs>
1: Uh, option B, the latter. Maybe. <laughs> that's what I think.
0: But I also think somebody, uh, even though he's super wealthy and influential, people can have their minds open. And maybe he has. I don't know.
1: I, I've, I guess my, my guess would be no, but uh, I've yeah. had a black pill weekend personally. Yeah.
0: He says a lot of the right things.
1: Elon does. But that's easy. It's easy to say the right things. And then hire the former head of NBC woke or something. To run the to company. To run the company. Yeah. I don't know what what her official title was, but uh, NBC censorship. I <laughs> Anyway, uh, I play the radio check-in. He said we need to uh, do a, Or he would like to see, rather. He phrased it more politely. A podcast he would like to hear... Technically, mm-hmm. a podcast on uh, Book of Mormon symbolism at some point, and to I play the radio. I say, "Sounds great, but not today, buddy." Um, so he checked in, and we had some great comments on the on the podcast that I want to go through today too. But first, my question, because we were looking into the Pioneer Day stuff, Pioneer Day, Pioneer Day. Uh, you know, is this just a Mormon holiday, and and now uh. Nobody really cares about it, or are, are, are we going to, in the future, really care about the Days of 47 Parade? I, uh, I know the the church has required stakes to um, participated in in past years, and probably this year. And one of our friends mentioned that they went and saw the float, the parade float preview, which is held a few days before the parade. Um, according to KSL, the public can gather for a Days of 47 parade float preview party at the Mountain America Expo Center in Sandy those attending mm-hmm. can then vote on their favorite floats root beer float what, absolutely um wouldn't you want to see the float live in the parade to, to, before you place your vote I, uh, the the
0: barber the barber said he was going to that with his little daughter um <laughs> The, it's this a li- your barber the, the literal barber that's not like code for some uh, mafia guy or something oh yeah the barber we got the barber coming and he cuts things <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i was sitting in the barber chair recently and we were talking about this stuff this hmm. parade and he said he was going to take his daughter up to that and i thought for a little kid that would be a great way to do it because you could get up close to the floats maybe even like you know get pictures with them and touch them and and, have, and to be able to do that without the hassle of waiting, uh, you know, camping out with a lawn chair on the side of uh, State Street for right. three days so you could
1: but, see them in the heat with the crowds. Sure, but, like, for example, if the float is for the Mount Pleasant royalty, mm-hmm. meaning the the girls that won the beauty pageant.
0: Oh, I thought you meant Spencer Cox. <laughs> <laughs> but he's uh, not from Mount Pleasant, is he? I think uh, Neighboring if, I, if
1: I had wanted to... Imp- implicate spencer cox i would have said the the presumed wannabe mount pleasant royalty <laughs> i would have used either presumed or or wannabe he's from fairview which um, is
0: they, they 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 look down their nose at mount pleasant yeah, he,
1: he wants uh to be the royalty of the state well he is king of the state he is the king of the state not yet well, I think, technically i think um maybe he thinks he is I mean, who anyway, else, who it, else has, has
0: been chosen in this time and in this place to lead us into our rendezvous with destiny? Right.
1: My, my point is that you don't get to see the beautiful young ladies on the float at the parade preview. Yeah,
0: that's true. But may, maybe the... So may, how can you really vote? Do they have floats anymore that have a bunch of people on them or is that unsafe?
1: I was at a small town parade recently.
0: Yeah. But...
1: And they have people on the floats.
0: Well, try that. In you know a small what they town. do in these
1: small towns? Yeah, try this in a small town. They throw tons of candy, and the kids just gather it up inches, yeah. inches yeah. away from the rolling tires <laughs> the- of massive fire trucks. Right. While the firemen are on hand both to, to give them candy, which will kill them slowly, and save their lives <laughs> if they get caught underneath the tires of the huge fire truck, which uh, would kill them quickly.
0: I think a lot of these uh, old traditions. Still uh, persist in small towns. Um, a few years ago, um, I was on a uh, bike ride. Speaking of uh, San Pete Valley, I was near San Pete Valley. I was up on the Skyline Drive, the Manti Skyline. You ever been up there? Yeah, I was riding. I my, mean, I haven't
1: like driven the drive, but I've been a, up in the area.
0: I was uh, I was riding my bike up there a few years ago. On the 4th of July weekend. So mm-hmm. it was before the 4th, but it was kind of the day. It was a Saturday, I would think. And maybe the 4th must have been on a Sunday. So everyone was celebrating on Saturday. And I, this is Utah.
1: I rolled into... Uh, you know, the, the Jews did crucify Jesus on the Passover so that they could <laughs> keep the Sabbath day holy. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there, all you Sabbath keepers. I rolled
0: into uh, the little town of Schofield. You've been to Schofield? no. You've been to Schofield Reservoir? Yeah, I think so. Schofield's right there by this. It's not much of a town, but I rolled into yeah, and I drove and, through, it. and there was this crazy traffic jam. And we're talking about really small town, kind of in the middle of nowhere. In the summertime, a lot of people go fishing, and and they you know pull their boats out. And there is a little cabin district on the other side of the lake, but there's this traffic jam to try to get into town, and being on a bicycle wasn't that big a deal because I could just ride to the side of traffic. And I, I just couldn't figure Bikes out. Bikes are good that way. I couldn't figure out what was going on because, like, I mean, yeah, it's a holiday weekend, but this was crazy. And I get closer to the little downtown portion of town and realized a little too late, I realized that I was now riding through the middle of the Schofield parade fourth of july
1: parade like a movie so i started waving
0: <laughs> started waving at people and rode through and, you know, i don't uh, think i've ever continued been continued along my way i don't think i've ever been to
1: schofield reservoir just looking at it on the maps here this looks like a fun place to go it's in a good location here are there any trees there's not a tree within, in sight. yeah it's one of those so it's on the 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 uh what do we call that, the leeward or the windward? What, it's on the non-rain side of yeah, the- uh, It's
0: on the east side of the Skyline Divide there. It's, um, I, I would imagine before it was a reservoir, it was just a big, uh, it's kind of a smaller version of Strawberry Reservoir, it's just a, it's a big sagebrush basin that they filled up. And there's not a lot of trees near the lake. Now, right above the lake is incredible. Um, you get, mm-hmm. you know, that skyline, Manti skyline on
1: the, uh, on the west side of the lake. So the leeward and the windward for you word wordies out there, uh, leeward is the side that's more sheltered from the wind and the windward, of course, mm-hmm. it's going to be the side where you get the wind and whether you get precipitation or not, I think is a different question. Right. So it's, it's a neat area. That's
0: where, uh, it's really near the. It's on the way to Price. If you grew up in... If you're taking Highway 6. Yeah, kind of. You'd have to peel off there and and go about five or six miles. But yeah, you'd you'd pass the turnoff on your way to Price. And if you grew up here in Utah, uh, you might have gone to Clear Creek, the Clear Creek camp. Did you go to Clear Creek? I didn't, but uh, I think some of my kids did. It's right there by Schofield Reservoir. Really? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I found myself riding through their little uh, parade, and I just waved and acted like I was part of the show.
1: Yeah, Schofield's kind of on the same longitudinal line as Strawberry Reservoir, which more people I think go to.
0: Strawberry's a big lake. Um, It's got good fishing on it. Um, People take their boats up there. It's a little bit of a drive from, from here. There's there's reservoirs. If you're a boat person, much closer to here is Utah Lake, Jordanelle, and also Deer Creek.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You you drive by a Deer Creek Reservoir, which is near Heber City, Utah. For all you out of towners, you drive by on a summer day, like a Saturday or holiday, and it's almost just looks like a. a a A boat boat city boat sail like like a a car lot you know it's a boat lot it's just i don't know how tons and tons of people out there trying (laughs) to water ski
1: (laughs) well we skipped we skipped my burning question here which i think this is a fun discussion of uh, recreation spots in utah but i can't remember what the lead into this was but i was going to ask you is it even worth a wooden nickel to go watch a drone show? Because they're advertising drone shows now. It's like uh, the headline is, here's where to watch this year's Pioneer Day, Pioneer Beer Day, fireworks and shows. This is coming from the local communist rag. I will not link to this website. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's where to watch this year's Pioneer Day, fireworks and shows. And then it's a bait and switch and tells us where to watch a drone show. Yeah, I've, Liberty Park. I've seen some is a drone show worth
0: a wooden nickel. I've seen some clips of them and they're kind of cool, but.
1: I mean, isn't it like after it, a few minutes, like I, I could watch the screensaver on my computer.
0: Yeah, I think the whole uh, the whole point of fireworks is that there's a bit of um Like uh, gunpowder, gunpowder smell. It it, there's loud wind, loud booms, and there's a surprise. Like what's this one gonna be? Ooh, look at the shapes and colors. Ah. And
1: oh,
0: I had a friend go to a drone show because they're being they're being touted as the climate friendly alternative to fireworks, which whatever, you know, they're not going to start a fire or something unless
1: they overheat and blow up. But, <laughs> the, well, we haven't counted all the carbon emissions used to mine the ba- the, right, right, the lithium right. batteries and how many house fires were started with those uh, lipo high energy batteries required to run those drones.
0: Uh, there was some cool stuff. A, a friend of mine saw a drone show and said that most of the shapes that the drones created were just advertisements. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: the co- corporate logos. Coke,
1: Pepsi. Yeah, brought to you by... Pfizer. Pfizer. Pfizer.
0: So, uh, I, I don't... I uh, I still like fireworks shows. I don't... Um, you know, when, when Utah legalized the aerial fireworks a few years ago, it turned... Uh, it turned every backyard fireworks show into the.
1: It made the twenty fourth and the fourth pretty exciting.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty funny every year. You know, we usually go down to Provo and we to friends or family's houses and we watch and we'd have our own fireworks. Then we're driving home and you're elevated up on I fifteen and you can look out over the valley and there's just fireworks everywhere. Everywhere and it's pretty funny. It's
1: awesome. And. Uh, it's really fun. It's it, fun it to is. see that. That's not, that's not something I experienced as a kid. You'd, right. you'd see one uh, ballpark somewhere or a, a fairground in a city where right. if you were lucky, you could see one set of fireworks going off. Now it's like the whole valley's on fire with lights and yeah. sounds and sparkly the, uh, things.
0: In the old days, you'd get uh, a few people, a few adventurous people go up to Evanston, Wyoming to Porter's Fireworks and Firewater. Oh, yeah. And they would buy the illegals, and they would smuggle them home.
1: And, and they'd shoot them off and run. Shoot
0: them off. And uh, it was like Smokey and the Bandit, you know, driving, <laughs> driving
1: home from Evanston. Yeah. The police are w- surveilling the fireworks factory. <laughs> right.
0: But now those types are legal, and um, it, because they're legal, you can get a pretty good fireworks show
1: without leaving your driveway, whether they're yours that you've bought or the neighbor's. That's what's great is you don't have to go very far to get a great fireworks show. Although I've had some family members put on a serious show in the last couple of years, which was kind of fun too, because if you're directly underneath that, it's almost like a hundred times better than being at Stadium of Fire because you don't have to sit in the cramped seats right. and listen to uh, the, the <laughs> an, third an, an the aged third, third place contestant <laughs> on the Ameri- 17th American Idol. I went to one Stadium Sorry, of there Fire. Sorry, they have some good acts that come to the Stadium of Fire.
0: Well, uh, let, let me rephrase it. I've been to multiple Stadiums of Fire because...
1: I went to the one where it burned down. That was the last one.
0: When I was a... When I was in high school, we used to work at the Stadium of Fire with our baseball team to earn money. Mm. Um, and and so I was sort of there, but I was doing I was selling the stadium chairs. And then when the when it got dark and the show started, we would sell the glowy necklace things. You know, yeah. those things sold like crazy.
1: Really. And and but we glow sticks would, is what I call those. They're glow but they're, sticks, but they're, they're wiggly. They're bendy. You can make jewelry out of them. Yeah.
0: And, uh, but I went once as a regular spectator and I, it was uh, Reba McIntyre was the entertainment. Oh. So Lisa was a pretty big name. I mean, she was sort of maybe in her sunset days,
1: but. 70s, 80s. But. Uh, she broke a hip while. <laughs> right. And <laughs> they I They rushed think... her to the emergency room. <laughs> Just kidding, Reba. But uh,
0: the, the, the backyard fireworks shows have kind of eliminated the need to like go. Early And set out blankets and chairs at the city park and yeah. claim your spot uh, down at the Orem City Park or Provo Park or whatever, Liberty Park in Salt Lake. They've kind of eliminated that because you can, and, and a lot of cities don't even do their shows anymore because it's like, well, everybody's got this, this is expensive and there's liability and we just won't do it. But a few still do. I think uh, American Fork had steel days. They might have done some fireworks. It's kind of hard to know nowadays when you see some fireworks during this summer season. Is that just Joe Blow who went and got a bunch of fireworks, or is that a city?
1: I think you can kind of still tell. Sometimes. There's a, there's a level of magnitude that's missing from the ones we generally buy. Yeah. This, the, 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 we, meaning us, the the plebes the hoi polloi. We... Uh, uh, you know, you, you buy one of these. Uh, from my understanding, I have to admit, I've never. To much to the chagrin of the Bruno children, Dad doesn't like to buy fireworks. They're expensive. Why? Because they're expensive and they're gone. <laughs> like, they're li- like it's God, literally it's like burning they're gone. money. Oh, you're gone. you're bl- you're burning money. There goes one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh wow, three hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, four hundred fifty dollars.
0: You could spend uh, a few thousand dollars on a good fireworks show. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> which. A Lot of people would argue that's great fun and, and yeah. worth it. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, from my brother, who is that type of guy that the kids love, Uncle Bruno, he uh was telling me, Yeah, I got a, I got this one. He pulls out a, a crate that's like two feet by a foot and a half. It was a, it was 50% off, it was $175. It is like. <laughs> <laughs> the mother mamba or something. Yeah, the, the, the the names the are black awesome. behemoth. I'd love,
0: I'd love to have a job. Naming fireworks. Naming the Jade Nuke Monster. Nu- the Jade Nuke Monster. <laughs> 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 Flowers uh, in bloom of explosion. Space flower unicorns. <laughs>
1: cluster f- cluster version cluster bomb version
0: well i to answer your question i a wooden <clears throat> a wooden nickel nowadays might be worth a lot but i, I don't think so per- An authentic wooden nickel I, I, i'm not really interested in parades i ha- i never have been i think i must have bad memories of sitting in the heat bored to death as a kid mm-hmm. in downtown provo waiting and waiting and then being underwhelmed but but I, 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 we, we, we tried to do the parade thing when our kids were small, and it's such a hassle.
1: If you want to do a parade right for families, find a small town. San Pete Valley's got several of them. There's a lot around. I'm not talking about a small town like American Fark, right. or S- Springvale or uh, Payson, right. Even get, uh, get out of the Wasatch Front. Get off of the Wasatch. Yeah, get off of the I-15 corridor. If find you're a, a, if you're a Utahan. If you're not Utah and you're listening to this, please comment and tell us why. Well, there's small towns what, what in is other it states. That, what is it that has caused you to listen to this podcast? We need if we wanted to expand beyond our little bubble, what would we need some marketing um, research help here? Because uh, you know we're just if flying by the seat of our pants. If only we knew
0: someone that was a friend of the podcast that was really good at like demographics,
1: or yeah, or somebody that was like a professor that lived on the other side of the country that commented every once in a There's while. There's
0: no way a professor in a hoity-toity part of the country like New would York ever a podcast would ever be like dumb this. enough to listen to this.
1: <laughs> Let, alone Let alone comment or be them. a guest. Let alone two of them. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, what were, we, what were we joking about before well, we you're got you're saying if you want to do a parade, no, go, right, you got go to go to a small town. Go to a small town because you can, you can expect... That you can find a good spot on the parade route within 15 minutes of the parade where you can Mm. see it fairly well and you just let your kids stand there. They don't even have to sit because they're going to throw so much taffy and candy that the kids (laughs) are just going to get like a whole workout um, running around trying to grab the stuff. They'll spray you with water. They're shooting t-shirts. And it's about 35, a 30, 35 minute, 40, yeah. if you get a 40 minute parade, you're probably breaking a record in a small town, right. like a Utah small town. And you're going to have, you, you might even be able to conceivably find some shade if you showed up an hour and a half early, you know? So when it comes
0: to parades, you're saying, try that in a small town. Try
1: that in a small town and you'll have a good experience. Yeah. Okay. What's the whole try that in a small town thing? You, there's, a, there's a story there. Let's move to the black-pilled portion of okay. the podcast. Well, uh, <laughs>
0: Jason Aldean's a country music singer. Never heard of him. And uh, he was, uh, I think he was on stage during the Vegas shooting. Uh, you remember the Did Vegas? He shoot back? No.
1: Then he's no. not a true country singer. Well, he didn't have, he wasn't all, armed. all ca- All hat, no cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> he was what? <laughs> he wasn't.
0: I did see. I saw, unironically, someone criticizing him for taking cover during all that oh, <laughs> because he was being not fired pro- upon, not protecting his audience. Not like what's he doing? Covering,
1: do? covering the audience. First of all, there were multiple
0: body. shooters, and gunfire was all around them. I'm uh, not sure. We what. still
1: haven't done the deep dive on the Vegas shooting. I, I except I learned, that I learned something.
0: I learned something about the Vegas shooting, which I found very curious. Um, I watched I watched the coverage of the Vegas shooting live a lot. I don't remember why, but I had more free time than normal. And I was sitting, I remember sitting on the floor in the house watching like Fox You're like, News.
1: You like, what? WTF?
0: Fox News or CBS, were flipping Fox? around. And remember, the feds got involved really quickly, right? And I remember them just sort of, pushing the local sheriff to the side like almost literally like and he would just stand there in the press conferences and not say a word and
1: he's the supreme law enforcement authority in the county
0: Clark County Nevada which is where Vegas is and if i remember right and he let them run roughshod
1: over that whole he, thing
0: he he ran a couple of the early press releases but apparently was saying too much or something and then they kind of took over, and he would be there on the stage, but he wouldn't be able to say a word. And I remember just thinking, "That's odd." Well, that sheriff—I think his name was Lombardi. He is now the
1: governor. Lombardi.
0: He's the governor of Nevada. I think it's Lombardo. And <laughs> I just thought that's just too Joe,
1: Joe Lombardo, Republican Party.
0: That's just too. Uh, that's just too obvious. That's too. There's. There's got to be. There was something promised there. There's a little quid pro quo. Now, I think. It,
1: how how long ago was the Vegas shooting? 2017. So he he um, became he started he won the 2022 election. So he started serving in 2023. So yeah, that would he's have been a new, a new governor. So that would have been a 5-year promise roughly. Which Maybe, is not unheard of. I don't know how long he was. Did he go straight from being sheriff
0: to governor or was I there a little so
1: break in between I, no, don't know. I think he he served as the according to um what am i looking at here this is google which i want to talk about google today according right, to wikipedia right. but that they, but they're um showcasing you know how they like to showcase on the right hand side the wikipedia entry Mm-hmm Joseph Michael Lombardo was an American politician and former law enforcement officer serving since 2023 as the 31st governor of Nevada, a member of the Republican Party. He was the 17th sheriff of Clark County. Clark County is, of course, famous for which city? Viva Las yeah, that Vegas. One, that one. Um, Probably the worst city in America. No offense. <laughs> 17th sheriff of Clark County from <laughs> 2015 to 2023, capping a 34-year career in law enforcement. So he became the governor Right after he, he <laughs> right. campaigned while I wonder if he ran of, of on
0: If did he run on the Vegas shooting? Was he like, I was, I had leadership? I don't know.
1: I don't know. We need to do but that. that we call that a bloody shirt campaign. I'd like they, to, they, they yeah. Did that after the war between the states. The people would wave the bloody shirt and say, yeah, I was a veteran. I was wounded okay. in the war.
0: People still do that. John Kerry
1: tried that, remember? <laughs> Well, um, George Bush didn't try that. though. Try,
0: try that in a small town. Uh, Jason Aldean has a song called Try That in a Small Town. He didn't even write it, but that's, that's common, right? Did he's, it get censored off of YouTube? Uh, probably not. Let's see. But uh, basically, he says, like, the, the music video has all this news footage from the summer of 2020, right? The BLM struggle sessions and the riots. And he's got that interspersed with, like, patriotic stuff. It's pretty run-of-the-mill, like country music, red meat. It's a catchy song, I've listened. I, I never heard of it until this controversy, and I like country music. It's a little slower than
1: I thought it might be. Try that in a small town.
0: I think you uh, turned your mic off there or something when you set it back down.
1: Did we get the music? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we're all good. Okay, good. Because we'd have we would hate to have to do any post processing on this. So you hearing me? Am I, are you hearing all my? Oh boy, yeah. Uh, okay, I over- you're hearing all the interference. Okay, sorry. Good. Turn, I'm back on. People just turn turned us off. The, turned the, turned the whole podcast off because of. Bruno's antics with but, the audio. So anyway, the, the music
0: video was shown on country music television or something, and then they they censored it, you know, uh and, and there was this little tempest in a teapot about how the song was racist and called for violence. And if you call listen for, if you listen to the lyrics, there's nothing racial in there. Spitting and in a cop's face. And basically it's an rip, anti-ripping
1: off an old lady and you're yeah. gonna get your it's an anti-crime Blank song.
0: Rip. It's saying, you know, you, you try this nonsense that you pulled off in the big cities. Try it in a small town. Try it in
1: San Francisco, and they'll just close down the franchise right? after they lose hundreds of millions of dollars there. So I I think it was a
0: brilliant... Uh, the, the song rocketed to the top of the charts. It was a brilliant marketing
1: ploy. It's kind of like the there's such a uh, dearth, such a shortage of rational patriotic or or you know moral type of um media material that these really blatant obvious things if if you could like if you want to talk about a growth opportunity put out a show about pedophilia about shutting down sex trafficking and First of all, you've got instant controversy, which mm-hmm. it shouldn't even be a controversy. R- right? <laughs> you've got instant instant marketing, and you're gonna you're gonna make tons of money if you're halfway good, mm-hmm. because apparently the American public wants this. I saw a "Sound of Freedom." You saw it, okay? Yeah.
0: We could talk about it, but it's a I know. sound. I
1: don't know how you see that. I'd say I probably heard. I heard the sound of freedom, kind of like I'm listening to this podcast, not watching it.
0: <laughs> but maybe we'll wait
1: to get into that until you see it. Okay. Because I know. You like, that, did you like it? That's the question. I, I liked it. I thought was it a good movie. You you have some creds, some street cred on whether a movie uh, is I good think or not.
0: For the reported budget that they had, I think it was a pretty good job. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more, kind of. Jason Bourne style. Maybe
1: amp up the suspense. So, what you're saying is they stuck too close to the true story?
0: Well, that depends on who you believe. There's all kinds of uh, controversy about that. I, I don't really have an opinion on Usually that. Usually,
1: you have to Hollywoodify things. You have to it's Jason Bourneify there's, there's things. There's to, definitely to, Holly, to Hollywood. The they
0: definitely Hollywoodized things. No, I, I think it was, I think they did a good job. I think it's. Um, I think it's uh, for the budget and uh, the this, this scope of it. I mean, they went to different locations in Central and South America, it looks like. Um, oh, that's pretty good. The acting is decent. Uh, the characters are interesting. There, there is there, It is based on true things. At least some of it is.
1: Elements of the story are um, factual, yeah. but they they change. <laughs> so all you detractors out there, they had to change it to make it fit into two hours and to right. make it an interesting i think the uh, movie the, script. the kids in the movie i think like they do with all based on true story movies right
0: i think the kids the the actors <laughs> were were awesome except the, for the
1: movie jfk which was an actual depiction of real <laughs> events
0: <laughs> the kids did a good job uh john jim cavazil he he was good um he's kind of somber and doesn't even have doesn't even have that much dialogue kind of there's a lot of just Sort of brooding, but no, it, it it's well done. I like what I mean by more Jason. Like I I I didn't find myself real tense in the theater watching it. There's a couple of good moments, but I would what have you're like, saying I think is they it's and, not
1: very controversial. It's not very like extreme. Well, as far as like the critics
0: and what they're saying, no, I mean it's there's no like there's no cue uh, adjacent or q tinged consanguine things in there. It's <laughs> it's just it's a cool rescue movie is basically what it is and there and there's two ma- major plot Does it points seem there seems
1: formulaic at all well
0: sure in the sense that i mean you have certain movie elements like character development and suspense and you know villains and heroes and a
1: and like a resolution at the end
0: yeah there's a there's a, a
1: Conclusion. Which for, for the, the children that Operation Underground Railroad has rescued, there has been a revolution, resolution, and for the rest of them, there has not yet. Right. Those that are in uh, captivity or peril or whatever. But, uh,
0: I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a message movie, and, and, and there's even a literal message at the, uh, at the end of the credits. Jim Cavaziel comes and says, hey, we're glad you're here. Pay it forward. Uh, buy tickets at the studio website for uh so people so more people can see the film. They don't mention Operation Underground. They don't plea for donations for that organization. they just trying to raise awareness. They just say, hey, you know, we're glad you're here. Um you can get uh you can buy tickets to pay it forward so people can see it for free
1: at uh this website. You know, shows like this and um also the chosen, right? The guys that do the the series on the Bible mm-hmm. on the life of Jesus, that that those groups demonstrate that there is a huge demand for it. They're able to essentially crowdfund now granted they have to put an initial investment in, but they've been very successful getting people to donate and to uh you know pay it forward, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. I know that's not quite the same thing, but to do to to go out of their way to to give extra money for good content, you know? Yeah. Proves there's a a demand for it, and then the fact that they're getting um, widely ostracized uh, not not really quite they've been censored a little bit right. Uh, Sound of Freedom was censored. There was a whole spate of uh, information that came out, like movie theaters were. Right. Uh, their their air conditioning was going out, the audio would go out.
0: It's still doing really well. I think it's grossed uh, like 130 million or something. Well,
1: it's clearly been profitable. Oh yeah. As yeah. opposed to say the latest installment of Indiana Jones. Do you have any desire to go see that in the theaters? I'm a big Indiana no. Jones fan and I have no I, desire I, to see that yeah, in I, any I, form other than a pirated copy.
0: I'll just wait. Yeah, it's <clears throat> You know, it's kind of, of interesting course, when when we went I'm not admitting to any when we Piracy. went to Sound of Freedom, it was um, it was either the day that both Barbie and Oppenheimer had opened, or the day after. So there was a lot of buzz, and I I don't have any comment on either of those films. I haven't seen them, but it was kind of fun to see movies being an event again. Like people were dressing up like, you know, in Barbie type clothes mm. and they were doing the double feature, calling it Barbenheimer. These, these two opposite style movies are open Barbie or something, but it sort of became this cultural phenomenon. And and I, I remember thinking, you know what, back in, it seems like we, it's been a long time since there's been movies that are real big events where it was a must see thing that everybody wanted to be a part of. Maybe the Star Wars prequels were that way until everyone realized they were terrible. Um, maybe the Harry Potter movies—you know, where people were showing up at the theater dressed up. Maybe a little bit of Lord of the Rings, but the Lord of the the Lord of the Rings and the Harry Potter movies were must see things. People, you know, remember the summer blockbuster? That whole thing seems to be gone now. Oh, I
1: think COVID damaged our society in a, in really big ways. You know, it's it's. It's a, a a war upon the mind, and um, that's what makes these uh, these discussions so interesting. The the things I wanted to talk about. Uh, first of all, just a little a little insertion here about uh, an article I read from the Epoch Times. Um, the CDC has changed its definition of. Or, Okay, they, they, they've finally admitted that the CDC changed their definition of break, breakthrough COVID cases after emails about vaccine failure, right? Mm-hmm. Then the real story I want to talk about is entitled uh, The Perfect Crime, Tech Companies Are Manipulating Our Elections and Indoctrinating Our Children and How We Can Stop Them. But by This is a Harvard PhD, Robert Epstein via the Gatestone Institute here. I did find these on Zero Hedge. I appreciate them aggregating a lot of uh, information for us. But uh, we're, we're literally, this is, this is the black pill. We're literally not thinking, we're not understanding what we're caught in. And I'm not talking about things beyond the veil, which was our first, before this technological cloud, for lack of a better word, mist of darkness, can I call it that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the, people were still captive in this world, and um beholding the things unseen because of activities going on beyond the veil and there was always a um a tug of war back and forth in the minds of the people well is it really the gods or the or the demons or the spirits or is that just malarkey not mm-hmm. you know it's not really true you know are we being influenced there but now we've got another layer of confusion created by technology. And so uh, I, I find this really, really interesting. First of all, let me, let me just say this about the, the COVID vaccine. So the, the emails have come out that show that the, this is just, I just have to say it, okay? This is uh, sort of unrelated, but there we're finally reporting on things we knew, that the vaccine was not effective and that there were breakthrough cases, right? But the CDC right. originally, originally the authorities wanted to say that they were gonna count a break a case as a breakthrough case um if it occurred after 7 days after somebody had got the vaccine they were saying right. it took the point is they were trying to say that it took seven days for the vaccine to become effective. Your mm-hmm. second dose, right? It was a two-dose thing. So after your second dose, after seven days, then you should be protected from the vaccine. And it, we've long, again, we've we have for a long time, and those people on the mind listening to the mind virus show have known for even longer that the vaccines are not effective, and neither were they safe. We knew this. We saw this happening in real time, just like you watch the Vegas shooting in real time. Mm-hmm. We watched this happen in real time. Well now now the documents are finally coming out that the CDC knew it and that they went and changed their definition of a breakthrough case to a case that occurred 14 days after instead of 7 days after because they were seeing a lot of people getting covid too soon for you know so so what they're doing is there's when the statistics come in they're changing the narrative to match the statistics because their narrative doesn't match reality, right? The narrative being that the vaccine would protect you from COVID. But there's this, uh, in the article, there's this admission that is amazing because the it's like the Epoch Times is dancing around the, the actual reality. This is not about breakthrough cases. This is about the vaccine causing COVID, <laughs> okay? Because listen to what they say. It says that, I can't, I can't believe that they say this with a straight face. The trials found efficacy against symptomatic COVID-19 was much lower within days of vaccination. In Pfizer's trial, for instance, suspected cases within seven days of a vaccine dose were 409 among the vaccinated versus 287 among the placebo recipients. Mod- okay. And then they go on and they change their, the way they're counting the numbers. They say that Moderna estimated a 50% efficacy within 14 days of one dose compared to a 92% efficacy 15 or more days after the dose. Okay, so now they're talking about, again, breakthrough cases. And what I'm saying is this, this admission here, they say that Pfizer, they gave you the numbers, the actual the, the, the nominal numbers. seven. Within seven days of a vaccine dose, if you were vaccinated, 409 people of that sample got COVID versus 287 people catching COVID among the placebo recipients. Do you hear what I'm saying here? I hear it. If they had had equal numbers, which is the supposition here, you were like not quite twice as likely like 50 60% extra likely to get covid if you had the vaccine but if you were to spread those people out across the country you know or in the you know if it was a really truly a randomized trial those people should have had equal instances roughly of um COVID cases, rather than so many more people that had the vaccine that got COVID. It's very clear that the, co- the vaccine was causing COVID, causing people to test positive for COVID.
0: Uh, this was uh, yesterday on Twitter. Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois. Okay. <clears throat> this is yesterday. Unfortunately, I tested positive for COVID-19. Yesterday. <laughs> I'm disappointed to have to miss critical work on the Senate's NDAA this week in Washington. Consistent with CDC guidelines, I'll quarantine at home and follow the advice of my doctor while I work remotely. This is just yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> and this guy's had f- at least four shots. How many times has he had COVID? Well, I searched his timeline for tested positive. So this, that was yesterday, what I just read. Now, here's March 19th, 2023. This morning, I tested positive for COVID-19. Thankfully, I'm fully vaccinated and boosted and only experiencing minor symptoms. I will quarantine consistent with CDC guidelines and follow advice from my doctor while I continue to work remotely. Okay. (laughs) July 28th, uh, 2022. Okay. This morning, I tested positive for COVID 19. Thankfully, I am fully vaccinated and double boosted and only experiencing minor symptoms. Consistent with CDC guidelines, I will quarantine and follow advice from my doctor while I continue to work remotely. Okay. <laughs> these are almost word for word.
1: Are these like 14 days after his vaccine? <clears throat> like his boost, his getting uh, boosted? I mean, he
0: claims he's like double boosted, which that's four shots. Okay and and uh, who knows how many he's really had probably seven or eight Well, or, the question
1: is when did he get the shots
0: well uh probably as soon as he was eligible if he dies suddenly uh, what do we say
1: he's thankful that he was double boosted yeah
0: i mean you it could have been way worse he could have died slowly
1: yeah i guess well he hasn't died yet we're no, just he postulating hasn't. at the possibilities we're 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 speculating
0: i just love it <laughs> just <laughs>
1: It's a big charade. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to, I'll put a link to this uh, article on the website, but. Uh,
0: but yeah, yeah. The, the, the manipulation w- around all of that has been remarkable. And and I think you wanted to get into the way. Uh, well, they're breaking,
1: they're breaking our minds. They're telling you that they're talking about breakthrough cases. Do you see the problem here is it's not about breakthrough cases. It's about the harm that the vaccines are causing. Right. And um, even, even, the epoch times which has been pretty good reporting on this stuff is missing the point and and they re- i think they're doing that because they have to um they they have to uh put on a certain tone and uh style of discourse in order to be taken seriously by the rest of the the news media outlets right they are and by the and by the people at large you know uh one of our friends i was talking to monty montana over the weekend and he made some great comments on our discussion about trump which is part of the black pill discussion here Mm
0: -hmm. i saw that on the website
1: he was like look 78 percent of america got vaccinated that means that you know there were only about 22% of us that held out strong and listened to our guts, right? Telling us in the face of overwhelming propaganda that, that this was a bad idea. And it's very clearly a bad idea. And it does look like they're starting to try to resurrect the COVID scare. Have you seen some of those headlines well, over the weekend? Like, yeah, and it's they're, back and they're also
0: to- morphing it into climate, climate 19. What? Yeah, I, I've seen some uh, these these headlines like climate change represents the greatest threat to our society since COVID nineteen, and it'll kill us all without immediate okay, action. Okay, so they're not
1: so they're not linking the virus to the. Not they're using yet. the same propaganda. They're right, not right. It's right. not like it's just plug and. Play. COVID caused climate change. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Maybe climate I change. Were...
0: I think climate change caused COVID.
1: Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought you were saying, but it did. Let us not talk increasing, about it originating in a lab. Increasing
0: temperatures in the caves where the bats live and defecate on themselves have caused their fecal matter to evolve and devolve and mutate into what we now know as COVID 19. It's a good voice. <laughs> if well, we don't all give up our sovereign liberty. And our democratic representative governments and our cars and our beef. We will all die tomorrow.
1: (laughs) Here's what I really want to talk about. The perfect crime. Tech companies are manipulating our elections and indoctrinating our children. How can we stop them? Robert Epstein here focuses more on election interference. And this this article, did you happen to read it? I did, yeah. Very, very interesting. It's It's not stuff we didn't know, but it's like they're documenting it. Right. They're they're documenting. Well, do you do you remember the Time Magazine article that sort of
0: flew under the radar, where they just admitted doing all this sort of stuff? Like, like this isn't a secret. But it's interesting that he's sort of uh, quantifying it or trying to.
1: Yeah. Um. I think it's well. Go ahead. Well, they, they, they talk about ephemeral experiences. Their term, right? This right. is this is what Google calls it. There've been there have been whistleblowers that come out, and then like the that have that have come out, and this like this article that you mentioned. There have been admissions. Anyway. An ephemeral experience to them means that the content is seen briefly. It affects the user, and then it disappears forever, leaving mm-hmm. no paper trail, right? No trace. So, so one person could see it, and other people might not. Right. So these guys at the um, but let's it affects, see what's their it website. It affects people's.
0: Per, uh, perceptions of these right. this kind of content.
1: These guys at mygoogleresearch.com, they have installed on thousands of computers across the country trackers so that we can see how Google is customizing the mind control. This is what right. I want to get at. Right. They they estimate that they they've been able to swing um, undecided voters by between 20 to 80%. Yes, that's a big that's a big gap, but if right. you think about it, forty percent of the electorate is undecided. So, and 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 we seem to, at least the powers that be have been able to indoctrinate us. The legacy media has been, media has been able to convince Americans that it's roughly a fifty-fifty split, Republican Democrat, right? Mm-hmm. Although they'll say, well, you've got, you know, a lot of independents out there. Right. Back Those to you, Tom. Ex- extremists. Independent. Independence. You know. And then you've got the extremists on the end. Which is now everybody. Yeah. it's. I, we don't know what the actual numbers are, but they've been able to, uh, you know, they'll they'll generally look at an issue like a, a social hot potato issue and, and like affirmative action or something. Mm-hmm. And they'll go, well, it's a 50-50 split. If we didn't have this silly uh, 6-3 majority on the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. we could have a better outcome. Blah, 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 blah. So... Google is, their, their algorithm is um, sophisticated enough that based on, that they have a profile on you. Right. On your, if you log in to Gmail or whatever, it's on you personally. And if you don't log into Gmail, but you just use Google on your computer, then it is on your device, what your device has done. They're, they probably can tell who you are from what your device has done and uh where it's been Mm -hmm. what it's looked at on the web church histories and so therefore shopping histories. this is this is the like the manifestation of uh captain america winter soldier remember how that they had that algorithm and they were going to have the super carriers that fly up in the air kill all the people that were undesirable for their future society right yeah so Uh, what they're doing instead of killing you they're just they're they're manipulating your mind they're the, the the example they used in this article is that um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, in the days leading up to the 2022 midterms, the American Institute for Behavioral Research and Technology. Okay, this is the the uh, company or the the nonprofit that Robert Epstein here is. Um, is
0: that where he works? Yeah, working
1: for just now I'm stuck because I'm thinking Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. (laughs) Can we trust anything we see on the Internet? (laughs) No, Um, this institute, they um, monitored big tech content through the computers of about twenty seven hundred voters in ten swing states, and they preserved two point five million of these ephemeral experiences, these Mm -hmm. manifestations of the manipulation that, you know, this would be like search results being changed or they're not being changed. You can't tell that they're being changed. They're just, it's, they're, they're preserving the results they show to you versus what they show to other people, right? Right. Based on the profile, that profile they have on you. And then uh, the search suggestions, what, what drops Mm -hmm. down and, and when you try to type something in that's that's called a search suggestion advertising is mm-hmm. shown the little google tips that are shown you know, they the google does their little public service announcements or their their um right uh, Goog- they have the google doodle yeah the google doodle that's what i was looking for anyway they, they preserve two two 2.5 million of these evidences that are that's data that's normally lost forever to us and it says that um They preserved overwhelming evidence of Google's manipulations on their search engine, on their video recommendations on YouTube, which is owned by Google, and even on their homepage on election day. For example, on that day in Florida, 100% of liberals received a go vote reminder on their version of Google's homepage, 100%. But only 59% of conservatives received that. This is What this is telling you is that it's highly sophisticated. They estimated Mm -hmm. that if they showed it to 60% of, or 59% of conservatives versus 100% of uh, liberals, they could swing the election the direction they wanted without being detected. Right. It's... (laughs) This (laughs) is incredibly...
0: They, uh, uh, evil during the height of like the vaccine debates, I would get on YouTube. I would get a whole row of recommended videos that were pro vaccine. Um, they would call it, they would say like featured or something. YouTube still does this like featured videos and they'll show stuff that I'm not interested in. Often I would see these whole, this whole row of videos that were like Fauci talks to influencers, Fauci talks to popular this and that. It, it was cra- I, I have some screenshots of, of them somewhere, but uh, I think it's the same thing. They knew that I was <laughs> vaccine hesitant. <laughs> and I think they were feeding me that. The other day, I did a Google search for a long sleeve hoodie, like a lightweight summer hoodie, uh-huh. you know, sun protection. And then uh, um, on my Instagram ads were all for these different hoodies. Uh, I was getting them everywhere. Mm-hmm. The ads for this stuff, and I googled it, and yet now on my other device devices, on yeah. a different app, yeah. like these things, uh, they're manipulating us big time.
1: Right, and uh, wh- what what this uh, institute, the uh, what did, what do they call themselves? The um, I ended up buying American one at a local store, by
0: the way, <laughs> mom and pop.
1: All right. Way to go. Support your local farmers and your local uh, retailers. Uh, they probably bankers. bought from China, but... Yeah, at least they made some money <laughs> and kept it in the community. The American Institute for Behavioral Research and Technology, these guys, or mm-hmm. mygoogleresearch.com, whatever. They're documenting it relating to elections, and his his assertion was, we can stop it if we if we draw attention to it, because they they demonstrated how... They saw it happen in the 2020 presidential campaign, but then because they brought it up, and senators sent uh, letters out that the Georgia runoff elections were not affected. But um, I, I just I think that's so short sighted. The, the, these guys are worried about the elections. Mm-hmm. This. <laughs> I hate to say it, the, the the battle is lost, folks. This is this is the black pill from Jordan Bruno. It is uh, if you think they're just manipulating the elections, you know I have a bridge to sell you in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. They're they're they are messing with your minds on a scale that is so massive that well, I think it's one of the reasons that I can't, I don't have words to exp- I don't, I can't even come up with a good funny. I think it's Comparison. I think it's one of the reasons that so many
0: people are are uh buying into the uh, the gender nonsense. And you have people with a straight face unironically and I've seen these interactions like at uh, conferences and stuff, right? People film it and post it Q&As and things where people with a straight face will will argue that there are in, an infinite number of genders and that uh biology has nothing to do with it and that you can go through the wrong puberty. It's People's minds are being destroyed to where they'll believe the most nonsensical things. I mean, we saw, we saw it with COVID, right? There's stickers on the grocery store floor telling me to go this direction down the aisle. If I go the other direction, I could get sick or I could get someone else sick. So we need to have these aisles be one way. And there's a sticker over there that says six feet. Stand on that one, okay? I'll stand on that one, and you stand on the other one. Don't get off that one. There's, pl- you know, the, right? The, we have three year,
1: Three years ago, we have a very clear case study on how effective this is. Right. You wear the mask when you order your food, but you can
0: lower the mask when you sit down and wait for your food and eat it. And people just the, the manipulation was so obvious then, right? It was so over the top. But it's been happening. For for a long time through the the news programming that's a deliberate word and now this these subtle things where you you type in something to Google and you think it, if you type in uh, Donald Trump racism into Google you think that you're going to see the exact same results that anybody sees.
1: Well, here's the thing: the guy mentions the election interference stories. He says you think that you think that it's all good because they're allowing the election. Uh, manipulation stories to come through, like all the Donald Trump Mm. MAGA stuff, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it. He's like, no, they're doing that to draw attention away from themselves. Right. This is deeper. This is highly sophisticated. You know, if you want to talk 5D chess, they're the ones playing it, not...
0: Right, They're, not our guys. We're
1: not playing the same
0: game that they are. Yeah, we're the
1: pawns. They. I, I got to find the the quote in there. What does he say? Um, I mean, you, you, while you're looking
0: for that, I mean, you think about different ways that this could all be manipulated. Uh, if you're if you're looking for uh, medical solutions for something that you're experiencing, or uh, yeah, every, uh, all
1: the top stories say, hist- well, visit your doctor. Get
0: Right, historical information, uh, information about local, local doctors or local businessmen or local restaurants. I mean, it's, the power they have over us is amazing. And you add in the algorithms and the artificial intelligence, your user profile. I mean, when I, when I mentioned those hoodies, I I was actually, last night, I was at dinner with some family, and I was showing them. I was scrolling my Instagram feed. Every third post was an ad for one of these hoodies. There was about six or seven of the ads before they finally tapered off. And and I'm just showing them. See, there's another one. There's another one. There's another one. And this wasn't a screenshot or anything. This was... Ephemeral. I just got on YouTube. I got on Instagram and was just scrolling. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's whatever, whatever it's, like, it's a real-time interference in your mind. Right. Here, here's what he says. If stories about other election irregularities are spreading like wildfire online and then being echoed on the news, it is because Google and the gang want them to. Yeah. Why? So you will not look at them, the tech companies themselves. Mm-hmm. These companies are... Uh, and this has been going on for 10 years. Easy. Easy. Well, they've been going on since
0: the beginning. I mean, look at the Twitter. The Twitter files give us a little glimpse into this kind of stuff. Well, we've talked
1: about how American media used to be way more controlled before the Internet because, you know, you had four networks or three networks, right, mm-hmm. to tell you what to think over the television. Yeah. But then you have your local papers. But
0: This kind of stuff is incredibly dangerous for our <laughs> democracy. <laughs>
1: The, but this is the world we live in. This is like right. this is like we're saturated in this. We are we well, are th- thoroughly soaked. You add in the 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 uh, element of AI. The
0: AI is getting incredibly good. If you if you have a if your voice is out there on the internet a lot, AI can create you not just saying a sentence, but you can do an entire speech from you, like. I've we joked about these uh these Dungeons and Dragons games between Trump, Obama and Biden. Mm-hmm. The voices sound really good. You can kind of tell, but part of part of the reason you can kind of tell is cuz they're saying ridiculous things like you know, Dungeons and Dragons things. But if you yeah, took the same voice profile of say uh Biden and put together a political speech, uh maybe declaring war on Russia or something like it would be real hard to tell the difference. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's so good that you can have the video now accompanying it and half of Biden's clips and things. He looks like a different person. Anyway, there's a lot of conspiracy about that. A lot of theories that there's body doubles or masks mm-hmm. or clones. And I don't,
1: I don't even know if that matters any, like they have such deep control of enough people's minds right. with just this subtle, Technological interference, you know, suggest, suggesting what they search for, suggesting the mm-hmm. results, like, oh, you're you're looking for this. Well, here's our top results that they're they're curating reality for you. Right. They are.
0: Well, in ways that this manifests itself are like I've seen some of these man on the street type interviews, and I'm always skeptical of those because you know they probably interview ten people who answer the questions properly and correctly to, to find the one idiot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think some people know what's going on, and they pretend to be an idiot. Mm. But I saw one; it was like, is they asked this voter, this young woman, are is Donald Trump a racist? And she's like, well, yeah, of course he is. Well, okay, well, why is he racist? Because of all the racist things he says. (laughs) Well, can you tell? Can you name one of the racist things he says? No, no. But that's just that's what we're told. He's a racist. Well, what's he done that's racist? Well, he just is. And, And it's like. They're just told to believe a certain thing. It's sort of you seeing that in real time right now with, with RFK Jr. He He's being labeled as a racist and an anti-Semitic uh, hate monger. Right. They, well, they tried to
1: censor him from the censorship hearing. Right. right. They censored his hearing on censorship. But what, but that, his congressional hearing. You know I, I don't know, I don't know what to believe. I mean, because it, do they want us to see that? That got a lot of play in... Uh, certain technological circles. I, I don't even think, I don't think you're safe going to DuckDuckGo or right. even it's like all... Brave Browser has a brave, uh, has a search engine. That could be a honeypot. It could be created by the CIA. Well, it's like the... the... They say they're not tracking you, but they have, now, now they have an answer machine where if you search for something, it says the AI says this.
0: The, um, try that in a small town song. That song came out in May and maybe it just wasn't getting the traction that the producers hope so the who why and why now so question. they, they it drum up a little controversy get a bunch of uh, npc liberals mad about it they sand affect it and it shoots up to number one i'd never heard of the song and i i listen to country music i like some of it i like a lot of the older stuff i don't like this new pop auto-tune country fusion garbage that's a different discussion for a different <laughs> okay. day. But I'd never heard of the song, and I saw it. I, I heard the controversy. I'm like, well, I got to go listen to the song now. And I, I pulled it up on iTunes and, and played it, and then, I won, and then I had to go see the video, so I watched the video. It's like this song skyrocketed up the charts when this happened, which makes me wonder if maybe it was all just marketing and manipulation. Hey, guys, this, we need this song to do better. Let's create a little controversy about it. Um, You know, that can go both ways. Like Bud Light... I think Bud Light wasn't trying to create controversy when they had Dylan Mulvaney Mm -hmm. endorse the product. But Bud Light will never recover. It is now forever known as like the, the gay beer. Yeah. And it will never recover its image. Maybe not never, but it's going to be a long, long time. So this manipulation... like. Which is, which, by the way, I think is kind of ridiculous. Like, if you like Bud Light, drink it. But now people won't because of the image. Certain people won't. <laughs> it's, it's it's remarkable how easily we are swayed. And I think because, like you said, everything is everything in our reality is curated and manipulated to make us act and perform. Get us to buy things actions. and do
1: certain things, right? Do, think like certain do you, things. like. Can we honest, can anyone out there honestly say that their reality is not 75% dependent at least on online data, the way they perceive the world around them, including family interactions, you know, like things that have, things that have been filtered through the internet? Well, yeah, I mean, everything, these screens have destroyed us, I think. We're fully captive. Mm-hmm. The... The comments that uh, Monty Montana made... Uh, by the way, I f- finally was informed that his name is a reference to the movie Scarface. Have you ever seen that? Al Pacino?
0: Say hello to my little friend. Apparently, you've seen it. I've seen that clip. That's a, been parodied What's his
1: name? Montana or something? One of the guys I is, don't uh, is a Montana. This there's is, the
0: original Scarface and then there was the Al Pacino remake, right? Wasn't there an original in like the uh, 30s? Maybe. Or 50s or something?
1: Anyway this friend of ours is somehow related to that movie franchise which was is this, a little scary was
0: this somebody that that i met
1: uh yeah i think you met him okay yeah i think briefly they, okay yeah we should go to lunch sometime we should actually get him on the podcast because he he made some really good points about how and this is this is a good example of where our reality is um Affecting us, all of us. You, you know, you have Trump derangement syndrome, right? Which is a real thing. Oh people, yeah. People, people are literally deranged over Donald Trump, which was probably an intentional uh, effect caused by the the propaganda surrounding this this it, it, president it, it, of the United States. You know who has it really bad is the author Stephen King. Oh really? He he posted I you were say uh, what's his name? The other gangster. F. Trump, after, what's his name? He's got a restaurant in, uh, how come I can't think of him? He plays in a lot of movies with Al Pacino.
0: Oh, Robert De Niro? Robert De Niro. Yeah, he has. Lost it, his too. name there. A for lot a of celebrities have it really badly. Yeah. Stephen King posted a meme yesterday, okay? Yesterday? Yesterday, that showed a dog, like all frazzled, you know, hairs everywhere, whatever. And it said, drug sniffing dog leaving Donald Trump Jr.'s house. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's like, dude. It's Hunter. This is Hunter Biden. The with literally the cocaine. found cocaine, cocaine at the White House. In the White House, like, <laughs> like, what's Donald Jr. got to do with any of this? He's nobody. He has no power. He has no influence. He never did. He was the president's son. Like,
1: that sounds like a uh, Paul Bagley cartoon uh, for the Salt Lake Tribune. Yeah, it's just that's uh, the type of crap he would try to pull. Is it
0: Paul Bagley or is it? Jeff Bagley. Is it? I don't remember. Jim Bagley? Jim Bagley? Jared? Bub? Bubba Bagley? But it's like people in the comments are like, bro, it's, this is literally the current White House. It's Hunter's stuff. This is Hunter's drug sniffing dog. Like, but the Trump derangement syndrome it's is- Pat Bagley. Pat Bagley. The Trump- <laughs> Of course it's Pat. The Trump derangement syndrome is- Has it always st- been Pat? Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's so over the top with some of these guys. And maybe you're getting to this, but there's also Trump devotion syndrome. <laughs> Look at this. Hunter Biden's laptop. He's
1: got Pepe the Frog in the boiling pot, and it's being boiled by climate change.
0: <laughs> I don't even get it. It's ridiculous. And why is he saying Hunter Biden's laptop? Is he saying he's,
1: he's distracted from climate change because of the laptop? That's exactly. Climate change is boiling the pot okay isn't that work isn't that actually so he's got two frogs talking about hunter biden's laptop in a boiling pot and the pot is being boiled by climate change i isn't that isn't that evidence that the manipulation is climate change because the boiling yeah
0: he he's never been clever he's never been in in, funny like uh, It's one thing, you you can see, you can, you can, there can be some funny cartoons that clown the side that you're on, right? And you, you hat tip people that do that at our He's never been clever. No. Like that's not what, that's not even funny. That's not even, it's not even. Who's uh, laughing at that? Yeah. NPCs that read the Salt Lake Tribune. Can,
1: can NPCs read? (laughs) They can repeat. (laughs) Anyway, Monty Montana made some really good points about the Trump administration. He said, he points out that Trump didn't pick his cabinet because Steve, Steve Bannon had revealed this after leaving the White House. He revealed that, was it Mitch McConnell? Um, he says, let me just read a little bit. He says, uh, he says Trump is essentially being unfairly, Accused her, Trump. and, And this is the question is whether this is what we were talking about last week is whether or not Trump is a willing participant, whether he's the kayfabe heel. But but Monty astutely points out that the president of the United States can't do hardly a darn thing. And the things that Trump did do, like get us out of the Parrot Climate Accords and not start any new wars were actually positives in his favor that he could do. You know, he was able to he was able to do those few things. Without Congress's help, or you know, um, he he points out that the minute he tried to withhold funding from Ukraine, they impeached him over it, right? So he 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 had limited power, and um, he points out that Trump didn't impose any lockdowns, and I don't think we ever said that he did, but uh, COVID lockdowns were all done on a local state and and not on a local or state level, not a federal level. And many people do not understand how DC works. Most federal employees are protected from being fired by the president. Um, and he goes on to talk about that a little bit. He said the Senate was controlled by Mitch McConnell, who told Trump in the, and this is what Steve Bannon revealed, who told Trump in their first meeting who Trump would be able to place in cabinet level positions. He was told that anyone outside of McConnell's picks would not be tr- approved by Donald Trump, and Trump would be impeached. Remember how early on they were talking about removing Trump under the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Mm-hmm. So, so the 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 thing that Monty's pointing out is that there is a permanent bureaucracy, and there is essentially a uh, secret combination in the Congress. You know, the people people get elected to the Congress. And then they be they get indoctrinated on what they can what they can and can't do as Congress people, and then they're carefully manipulated into um, behaving in a certain way voting for certain things you know working for their reelection campaigns they've got to have special interest money to be to be reelected so therefore they have to scratch each other's backs right and um so the president. who who is the focus of most of the energy of the public, right? Mm -hmm. This is part of our false reality. Really can't do very much. It's the Congress that does it. Now, they can do things like not sign bills or, um, you know. And more and more,
0: it's not even Congress. It's just the the unelected bureaucracy that does everything.
1: I mean, Trump, you could argue that he put some conservative justices on the Supreme Court. He nominates them, and then the Congress right. either votes them up or down, right. so it is he he's still not entirely responsible for that and and I think that the the justices um when it's really important for the oligarchy, they vote for the oligarchy you know yeah. they don't they don't they rarely i think the um they rarely come in the and little favor vic- the little people
0: the, this you know i think these these decisions recently with uh, Roe v. Wade and... Affirmative uh, action. Affirmative action. I think those are just... Uh, it's
1: kind of red meat for the base. It, it, it? is.
0: And it, it stirs up controversy. And I think they're the right decisions because I think those were bad laws. I think they were just from a... I'm not I'm talking from a moral standpoint. I'm just saying from a, like a legal standpoint, it was, they were bad laws. They were, they were laws antithetical to American liberty. And, and the rule yeah. of law, but I'm a far right extremist. So, well, what so I exercised the... last week? Yeah. <clears throat> I was scrolling through some Salt Lake Trib headlines just, just now. Just barely. And, uh, and well, you can still think straight. Uh, <laughs> and it's all it's interesting. Like they, occasionally they have some interesting thing that's local. Like they had an article called What's with the 24th? I didn't click on it. I'm sure they're going to tell us it's a celebration of uh, patriarchy and misogyny. <laughs> yeah, but but at least that's that's a local flair, right? That's a that, but a lot of it's just the the regular old uh, pro gay climate science, climate change. It's kind of like the is it assembly line
1: news from the uh, Associated well, Press or Reuters? No, or something? I
0: think they try to write their own stuff. Unlike KSL, but. It's just the same talking points, right? It's the same old crap you're gonna get from any from the post or the New York Times or wherever. There, there was an awesome New York Times headline. I gotta find it. Speaking of being manipulated,
1: right? While you're looking for that, my point, my point relative to the uh, to Monty's comments is that he's right. The president himself can do very little, right? And the cabinet is is highly dependent upon. Um, the, the powers that be in the le- legislature, right? The leadership, the entrenched leadership of whichever party is in charge. And uh, there is a permanent bureaucracy. They have passed laws that you can't get rid of uh, very many of these bureaucrats. It used to be that a new administration you can't would come. get rid come. of any of them. Yeah, it used to be that a new administration would come in and um, clean house, well, they'll and still then you'd have a bunch the, of new people. They'll still appoint like
0: leadership of certain things, but the... Well they can't do the that rank anymore. And file. They they
1: passed laws requ- right. uh, that, that made the bureaucracy more permanent. So they can't right. actually do that. They can only fire a couple of levels deep. And when you saw Trump go after Comey, you know, they the response is there. They impeach they impeached this guy twice. They're trying to throw him in jail, right? So <laughs> well they impeached um, him cuz he started poking into the uh, the Biden
0: crime right. syndicate
1: which has become clear is what is a real crime syndicate. I right? think
0: they're setting up Biden to not be the nominee, by the way. And then
1: that, that's the question. Why is this news right. allowed out right now? But my, my point, again, this is the black pill. We are so what we're experiencing now in this country is the symptoms of this machine. not Can we fix it? I'm not telling you not to do anything, but it is a dire, awful situation in America. Here's this is a, not what you think it is.
0: Here's an example from the Trib. Uh, someone named Tom Huckin, uh, I don't know who he is, but he wrote, uh, the headline says, or at least the, the, the quote that they chose as the headline or the, the, you know, the grab for this article. Uh, the Second Amendment, right to bear arms, refers only to military uses, not to civilian ones. And the headline says a misinterpretation of the Constitution leads to disastrous consequences.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true. Then <laughs> what he's his conclusions are all wrong. But
0: the Second Amendment right to bear arms refers only to military uses, not to civilian ones, is blatantly wrong. I mean, the, the, the amendment itself says the right of the people right. to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And the reason the right of the people have that right is so that you can muster a
1: militia if needed right it's relative to the uh, security the, the not- security of a free state it's it's about having a free State it had nothing to do with a standing
0: military, which at that time that it was written, the United States did not have standing militaries like we do now.
1: Right. And when they say free state, they mean the people in the state are free. Right. And when they say state, they mean your state, like the state of Utah, or in the case of the Salt Lake Tribune, the state of confusion. So that's
0: just an example of the sort of like the run of the mill talking points you get from the trib. Now, here's the New York Times. This is the New York Times Health page. It's talking about manipulation, right? Listen to this. This was two days ago. So you want to go outside despite the heat, heavy rainfall, and poor air quality <laughs> affecting millions this summer? Here's how to determine whether it's safe to leave the house. <laughs> you got to text me that one. We got a link to that. And they just got hammered. The, the ratio on this is awesome. There's a, like 1,400 comments, 643 retweets, and only 87 likes. Okay. And 1.1 million impressions. So of the 1. 1 million people that might have seen this, only 87 like it. So they're all sending it around saying, and if you click on it, like idiots. the, the re, like, here's, here's the top, one of the top responses. Again, for me, because this is someone I follow, like, they'll, Twitter will push the responses of people you follow. X, X will now. Right. Well, here's one of the stupid headlines, stupidest headlines I've ever read. It's neither more nor less dangerous to go outside than it was in previous years. This is an agenda in search of a story free floating fear and anxiety in search of a reason and wanting everyone else to be as anxious as you are so it's normal uh, no rational person reads <laughs> needs the new york times guidance to determine if it's safe to leave the house be scared everyone all the time of
1: everything <laughs> see that's we're getting the obvious stuff from the content <laughs> right. but the manipulation is in the in this drop down like you know i'll bet you if i go to google right now let's see what it what it <clears> uh, okay so i'm at google Um, if I type in hood, oh, this is hoodies. Okay. Um, what if I type in, uh, election? Well, you're doing that. Uh, Here's a little side. Okay. I'm not getting any good prompts here. Here's
0: a little side headline. I was
1: thinking it might, it might have picked up something we were talking about on the, over my microphone.
0: You remember, uh, Deborah Burks, the scarf lady.
1: Scarf for sounds scarf face lady.
0: Scarf face, you remember her? She was the Fauci's little uh, cohort. Yeah, Deborah Deborah Burks, a doctor. Deborah Burks is now the CEO of Armada Pharmaceuticals.
1: Okay, that does pull that up first.
0: Armada Pharmaceuticals is a clinical stage biotechnology company focused on the development of precisely targeted bacteriophage. She was disgraced. She was. uh, She kind of had to resign in, you know, in an embarrassing manner. And now she's the CEO of a pharmaceutical company. Really interesting, isn't it? Also, a little follow up. um, On August third, two thousand twenty-one, Governor Spencer Cox warned of consequences for Utahns who remain unvaccinated, as the state reports seven hundred and twenty-eight new cases. So I, I followed up a couple days ago. I said, I remained unvaxxed, Governor Cox. What were those consequences I was promised? He's yet to chime in on my request. <laughs> um, well, but I- all of this, you just think about the, uh, the manipulation involved, right? The things that we're supposed to believe. And, and I think well, there's, a, there's a clip going around. Well, there's a clip going around this woman talking about how people won't change their minds. Uh, she's speaking specifically on like the transgender thing. Parents who try to transition their kids, they're in too deep at that point. They can't go back on it. They have to see it through because that's the only way they can live with themselves rather than that they lied or were lied to. And I think that's a, a lot of the same things with the, the COVID stuff, climate change. People are too invested and it's it's harder. It's, it's easier for them to, to just power through the lie than it is to admit that they were duped, because I think people are, uh, they don't want to feel stupid. They don't want to admit that they got they got it all wrong, that they were fooled. You know, it, show, it would show a lot of humility, especially with some of these political leaders to say, we I was wrong about this. And I mean, DeSantis did that early on. He said, uh, we're, we're wrong here. We're going to open up the state of Florida. And I think a lot of that was just po- politics for him. He saw an opportunity
1: mm-hmm. and took he it seems,
0: and it's worked for him. He seems
1: kind of politically motivated at this point.
0: Well, he's running for president. You know? And it's interesting to see the narrative from the pro-Trump, the, the people with T, the other kind of TDS, the Trump devotion syndrome. Mm-hmm. They are hammering. Uh, DeSantis and doing everything they can to get him to, you know, to scuttle his campaign. And it's interesting. I mean, the election season is really still a year off. And they're already saying, you know, Desantis's campaign is dead. And it's like, nobody's campaign is dead until votes are starting to be cast. So we'll see how it all plays out. I'm sure there's a script involved. and we're supposed to sit back and, and watch it like a, a movie and then feel manipulated. You know, there's a, m- movies are super manipulative, right? You use music at the right time yeah. to evoke emotion, yeah. lighting, dialogue, the the actors themselves, their facial expressions. Uh, we're supposed to laugh at certain things. We're supposed right. to the cry con- at certain things. The, we're supposed point, to be mad at certain things. The
1: point here, the content like you read at a news site, that's, over, it's in your face. It's right. obvious. Like, right. uh, don't go outside. It's that, scary that's out may- and, and maybe it's too obvious. Maybe it's intentionally trying to create a different uh, mm-hmm. outcome than than it appears on its face. Because these people are really smart. You're bringing up the, how they play on your emotions, which is the su- the 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 effect on the subconscious is way more powerful, and that's what Google is involved in. By the way, Google's search engine market share as of Uh, right now is 93.12%. They control 93% of searches. That's the whole internet. On the internet. Globally.
0: Heart cell. Look up that word. Not you right now, but a listener. Look up the word heart cell. Yeah.
1: So so anyway, keep going. You're talking about movies. I think it's really important. You're getting into the subconscious, how they manipulate us.
0: Uh, Well, yeah. I mean, it just... uh, like, for example, Sound of Freedom isn't very subtle, right? There's certain parts of that movie where they want to elicit...
1: And I think it's getting a, some traction re- rea- because, because people who are conservative, people who are anti-statist or anti-oligarchy, they recognize that if we get behind this, it demonstrates there's a real... Mm-hmm. We, we we prove them wrong. We prove that they're liars. That's That's a lot of what's been going on with uh, alternative, uh, the new media, let's call it the new media versus mm-hmm. the old media in the last three years is just proving that they lie. It's the whole essence of Let's Go Brandon. Mm-hmm. Let's Go Brandon wasn't F Joe Biden. That was you are bald faced liars yeah. and we know it and we're not buying right. buying anymore. The problem is people have to buy their crap because it's either Walmart or you know mm-hmm. Target. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the, the 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 Let's Go branded thing was phenomenal because it was it was the way it was the, the 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 mask had slipped off. Right, the whole audience can hear the words "F Joe Biden," and
1: the bobblehead says,
0: "Oh, they're saying Let's Go Brandon." She
1: hears it in her in her earpiece, and then she says what she's directed to say, and everybody knows it's like the if you've read Atlas Shrugged, there's a scene where uh they finally captured john galt and he's going to make their society better through you know his magical technological prowess mm-hmm. and um they've got him up in front he's he's agreed to do a a, a press conference mm-hmm. and so they ha- the guy his handler is next to him with a gun pointed at his chest to make sure or pointed at his side to make sure that he says what he's supposed to say and john galt simply once the live feed is going he gets started on his speech, and then he moves deftly just to the side by a couple of feet, exposing the gun for everyone to see that this is all a scam. Right. And uh, speaking of this, happened in real life. Um,
0: I have this clip. We'll have. It's hard to describe it. There's a, uh, someone named Stacey Plaskett. She's a Democrat representative from somewhere. And she's doing a uh, press conference. And off to the side, you see this handler literally mouthing the words, the script that she's saying. And she looks like she's all hopped up on Coke or <laughs> caffeine or something. And she steps in at one point to correct the record, to correct the, the thing. It's, uh, it's insane.
1: And she's got this look on her face like... She's not quite getting it. Oh. Watch, watch when she yeah.
0: intervenes. She she looks sheepishly towards the cameras in the crowd. Like this looks like a congressional hearing or something. Yeah. And, um. It's all. So they
1: practiced all of this. It's
0: it's all manufactured. It's yeah, all. I saw. Fake. Is
1: it re, is it looping now? I don't know. I saw no, that. It, it isn't looping. Isn't looping. Keep, okay. Let me keep looking at it. But yeah, okay, we'll you, link to we'll link to this. You're you're hearing it. You'll have to see it later. She's covering her mouth. Trying to bite her tongue.
0: It reminds me of another press conference where someone was mouthing the words that another person was this saying. This is one
1: that happened in Utah, <laughs> it, <laughs> and uh, in 2018. Uh, 2018. There happened to be the high-level uh, senior leadership of the <laughs> Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, this, she's, this she is, smiles like she got away with something. Like I, this is literally like in. that
0: John Galt scene where the handler is, and, and she, it, it's remarkable. Anyway, we'll link to that. This, a lot of this... a lot of
1: people don't want to believe that the behind the scenes um, manipulation, or the, the, the behind the scenes, uh, the structure of what's going on behind the scenes, is is that blatantly uh, strategic to to try to manipulate the public. They don't they don't want to believe. <laughs>
0: That's a good meme there.
1: What's this one from?
0: That that woman on the top. There's a meme there. The woman on the top is that woman on the airplane that freaked out and was saying, "That's that guy's what? not real. He's not real." Okay. And then the
1: bottom is that is that woman, woman that's in the side prompting of it. prompting the congresswoman. That's an
0: interesting thing too. That woman on the plane. There's been no follow up. I don't remember really, that one. What uh, she was on an airplane, a commercial flight. She stood up before the plane left and was. Saying I've got to get off the plane, she's pointing towards the back, saying that mf is not real. I'm not flying on this plane. He's not real. He's not real. And so people are, of course, filming it. Mm-hmm. And it sort of just has become a funny meme. And I kind of feel bad, like I'm wondering who is that she, what woman? Did she see? What, what happened to her? What did she see? Yeah. What did she see? Was she on drugs? Was she experiencing? Was it a
1: spirit? Was it a hallucination?
0: Uh, yeah. The flight, you know, went on and was fine. But
1: anyway, but did they let her off? Yeah, they let her off. Anyway, years ago, I remember having conversations with people as I've tried to share my opinion that that things are not as they seem, and and they would be like, "Oh, there's no way you're acting like you know Nancy Pelosi and um, Mitch McConnell are getting you know top Democrat, top Republican. Mm -hmm. You know what? uh, She's retired now, right? But." But that you're at well, no, she's,
0: she's still elected. She's oh, she's, she's still just there? not the speaker.
1: Okay. They retired her from speakership. So she's is well, she, she going to
0: retire at the end of this year? She didn't retire from speakership. She lost the speakership yeah. because this house flipped. But well, I, that's what I, mean. I, I don't know what her plans are. She's 80,000 years Maybe old. Maybe they'll
1: just embalmer and and have the aide insert uh their arm yeah. and move the mouth from behind. <laughs> uh, anyway, the assertion that uh, w- w- the joke was well you're acting as if the, you know those guys are getting together and having drinks after after battling it out in the uh, on on the tv during the day they get together and have drinks afterwards which they do which is what's happening that's what we're trying yeah. to point out that's exactly what's happening they these are these people are in league together it's the uniparty. Yeah, it's there. There, there's where your kayfabe is.
0: You have some outliers, you know, guys that come in that think that Congress is real, and they they can go in. You know, guys like Rand Paul or Mike Lee, I think, and they're just easily dismissed as far right extremists or something. And I'm sure there's good, sincere people on the left. I just don't know which ones they are. Um probably people you've never really heard of, right?
1: What was what was the cartoon where you had the the dog and the coyote that would check that would punch the clock? Remember that? Kind of maybe? Uh. I can't remember. But there there there's one of these Looney Tunes cartoons where the they they would punch the clock and then they would chase after each other until the whistle blew. And then they would stop and they'd punch the clock and then they would, they were friends after that.
0: Right. Well, this is another good black pill episode. I think we need to wrap up. I actually (laughs) need to be moving on, but
1: well, things are definitely not as they seem. And there is a lot of evidence and I do appreciate these guys. From this, uh, uh, I think it's mygoogleresearch.com. I do encourage everybody to go read this Gatestone Institute article, um, and and start to start to assess how much you are actually being manipulated by digital interference. It's not just elections. That's the thing that I think is a. a a failing of this article is they focus on the elections and the de- mm-hmm. the elections are definitely being manipulated right in way more ways than than they uh articulate in this article i do think the movie 2000 mules uh, exposed obvious ballot harvesting you know o- obvious direct illegal you know right. in your face type of um Ballot stuffing. But, the, but the, these guys are focusing on the digital interference, which is real. And then um, the problem is that this is not just limited to your elections. It's, it's everything you think about everything, right? If you're searching for um, religious material, right? Spiritual stuff about people's spiritual experiences right. or, or anything you've experienced. It could easily be some sort of a subject that they are, that they have strategically modified the search results or or the the uh, the digital neighborhood in which you find that material to try to, to try to right. push your mind in a certain direction. I really do. That's have scary. To, I really do have to go. Then I'm going to let you go.
0: <laughs> you can stay and record more if you'd
1: like. No, I'm just blown away. I think uh, we knew this was happening. It is. But it is. It is. It is. Uh, this is evidence and it's in our faces and we really ought to wake up. Okay. Okay. That's Thank it. you, everybody.
0: Happy uh, 24th, whatever that is. We will talk to you again next time. Bye-bye.